0: Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me. We are officially off our summer break. I almost said spring break, but summer ba- break. I can't believe it's August already. Can you, I'm just like, wow, we're already close to the end of the year. Um, time feels like it's moving so fast. And um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying life on purpose, Um, trying to be more intentional about my day to day living, not thinking too far into the future of all the different things um, to come or what is to come, but really trying to stay present with my family, with God and where I'm at right now, what he's dealing with me right now. So how has your summer been? How has your day to day life been are you being intentional are you taking it as it come like how have you been um, since we've been on this break Um, I want to know how your soul is doing Um, how are you feeling have you checked in with yourself have you been checking in with your soul to say you know what this happened today this felt a little off I need to go and sit with God about it to figure out where this came from, what's the root of this. I'm going to make sure I take care of me, make sure I take care of myself. Right. So this is refreshing. The soul It's all about the soul here and the soul. That's our, that's our, um, life is who we are. It's the, it's our emotions, it's our, our feelings, it's our desires. And God, um, he, calls for us to have rest. He wants us to have rest in our soul. But the only way we can have rest, the only way we can receive his refreshing is if we stay connected to him, the one who refreshes us, we stay connected to his word. We stay connected in walking with him. So before I get into what um, I want to talk about today, I just want to say all kinds of things have been going on um, in my life things that I'm um, realizing more and more about me, more and more about God as I walk with him, the things that he's showing me as I look back, even over the journey of um, committing my life to God, I would say back in 2014, um, like God has just been, it's been, it's, it's been so um, fulfilling. I would say this past couple of months to really just focus on, on that without pouring it out, (laughs) Um, pouring it out as I go. If you've been listening to my podcast and following me for the past few years, you know that this podcast is not something of where I'm learning something and turning around and telling you something that I I, have learned a year ago. I am in the thick of it and God is having me pour and share what he's given me As I'm living this life, as he's refreshing my soul, he's calling me to refresh others. And so over these past few months, some of the things that I've learned, some of the things that I'm walking with God through, I want to share those things with you. I am going to share those things with you because I believe that you're walking through some of the same things. I mean, our situations may not be identical, but we all really go through a lot of the same things, especially when we are walking with God, the things that we are um, learning how to deal with in our souls and learning how to, you know, how do I align this with God and what does God have to say about this? And how does, how can I heal from this? And I notice this and I don't like this about myself or God, what's the next step for this? We all have similar questions. And I believe that, God wants us to be in community. He wants us to share. He wants us to ask questions. He wants us to encourage each other. Um, and so I know, um, for me and for this podcast, it's about encouraging you as I go. It's about refreshing your soul. And, um, I pray that you, you really do, um, receive from what I'm about to share today. Um, I pray that your heart is open, I pray that you check in with your soul, um, to figure out where you are at, not just where you are at in this life, but where you are at with God, that's what matters. Your walk with God is what matters. And so that's what I want to talk about today is just really walking with God, our day-to-day living, um, walking with God. Um, I was actually taking some walks, intentional walks with my son, my oldest son, um, because every now and then I hear him complaining about something. I say every now and then, but it was more often than what I would, I I like to hear. And I, I noticed it became, it it is like, okay, something's going on. Um, and I thought the answer was, was, Hey, if you're complaining about something, instead of complaining about something, let's be thankful about Uh, about life let's be thankful about the things that we take for granted so I came up with this you know what let's go for a walk and as we're walking let's um talk about all the things that we are grateful for right that was my intention that was my plan and it was I think it was a great you know thing and to do and um we did it he didn't care for it that much you know he would say things like I'm thankful for the trees (laughs) <laughs> I'm thankful for breakfast, for food, you know, it's just, you know, he was his heart wasn't all the way into it. Right. So we're walking and, and I'm, you know, I'm expressing myself, the things that I'm grateful for. And then I would ask him, well, what are you grateful for? Just really trying to make it a learning and teaching moment. Um, and eventually our walks Turned into um, conversations, just talking. Uh, it would start off with, you know, what we're thankful for, what we're grateful for. But then we would just start talking about things we want to do, things that he's feeling. Just we're just talking, talking and walking. And at the end of it, or maybe a day later, or whenever my son would come to me and he will hug me and just say he loves me or just hug me out the blue. I noticed a deeper connection with my son. Um, I noticed we were closer. Um, I noticed him talking more to me when we just when we were just around the house. And I didn't hear as much um, complaining either. And so I say that to say this, I think sometimes in our walk, with God or in our, in our relationship with God, sometimes we can focus too much on what God is doing, what he wants us to do. Sometimes the conversations, the prayers that we have with God can be more about what can he give me? What do I need to learn? What, um, how can I change? It can be more of this, um, like tit for tat thing, a situational thing. And God is not a situational God. He is a relational God. And in our relationship, we learn. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, just to paraphrase it, he talks about coming to him if you're weary, if you're heavy, and I'll give you rest. He says, take this yoke and learn from me right? Take this yoke, this thing, this yoke, and you think on um, a yoke that's on um, these two animals, they, they're they walking together with this yoke. So he's saying like, like, walk with me. And when you walk with me, learn from me. And I think I'd say for me, I can kind of be more um, kind of like school-based, like, okay, I'm here to learn. Teach me. Tell me what you want me to know. I'll take it, receive it, meditate on it, and practice it. And sometimes it's not like that with God. Some things we learn, and I- I'll tell you, you know, for the past few months, there, there's something that I learned about myself that didn't come from an audible voice or word or even scripture from God, honestly, in his silence, like God was quiet on the matter. He's been quiet. <laughs> he didn't say anything. I still, and I was confused because I'm like, I'm still showing up to spend time with him, read my word, um, talk to him. But he would not answer me on on this certain matter. And I'm like, I don't understand, God. I want to do what you want me to do, you know, so give me the answer. Because <laughs> I want, I, I, you know, and so, but I'm learning, God's nature. He, 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 his character, God has his own timing. Right. And in that, that back and forth in that waiting in that part of, you know, I'm still going to spend time with God anyway, whether I hear from him or not, I begin to learn like, you know, this is about living with God and day-to-day communion with God is not about just getting answers from him. And some of us, we just want to get answers. We just want the, we want the, we want the, the, the formula. We want the details. We want the steps. And so we can be better, but God, first of all, called us here. We are here to bring glory to him. Okay. We're not here just to, be better. We're not here to just, Oh, I did what God said to do. Check this off my list. No, we're here so we can have life and life more abundantly. And through that, we express, um, we express who God is in the flesh form. We bring glory to him. We are here so people can see us and see God and know them for, um, for themselves. And so if we make our walk just about checking off things doing the right things then we will miss the relationship that we're supposed to have with god and in our relationship in just sitting with him in just listening to him in just our day-to-day living with him answers will come there are some things is that some things you're going to discover i discovered the reason for god's silence on something because I kept sitting with him. I kept talking to him and then I could just, it, it honestly, it became, t- it, be- it, it, I wasn't expecting this. I'll say the answer. And if you're not watching me on YouTube, I have up the air quotes I'll say the answer, but it was kind of, honestly, it was like a knowing came over me of what I was supposed to do and how I'm supposed to handle this situation me, I was this whole time. I'm looking for God to say something, but just in my, it just being in God's presence, not just one time, but day after day. And honestly, it was over a course of, um, a month or two. Um, I could just feel what I'm supposed to do. God wants us to walk so close to him that you don't have to hear a word. You just know, You just know what to do. And sometimes God's silence isn't because he wants to make things hard on you. He wants to, God wants you to know his heart. He wants you to know his ways. He wants you to know his thoughts, though. They may be higher than what your thoughts and ways are. God still wants you to know them. But one thing that God will train us to do is how to know not to always come and ask for a question and it asks a question and hear an answer. God was a, God has been elevating me to a place of where um, I have a sense of knowing that I should have this conversation with this person. Oh, I need, I should ask this person this and it just come from a sense of knowing some things. God will share with you because you, he's a spirit and you have a spirit so spirit to spirit you you can he he can share something in your spirit without speaking a word without you finding revelation in the scripture it's just from a knowing but that comes from a constant walking daily with god walking daily with god and so um what what i want to say is you know Don't get caught up in the process of all the different things that you are going through. Don't get caught up in um, trying to just um, get through. No, we can still enjoy our life in the process. We can still walk with God in the process. That's the whole point. You know, I always hear a lot about the process. I want us to understand, though, that. It's about living with God through it all. It's about being with God in it. It's not about, I got to go through this process um, so I can be healed and become whole. No, when we walk with God, we we begin to have his desires and his desires is for us to be whole. His desire is for, whatever whatever's going on in your soul for you to be aware of it and for you and for you to be free so as you walk with him God will give you those desires you'll want to please him you'll want to be whole and guess what going through a process is a part of living it's a part of the walk sometimes and I'll say for me I have separated the process from walking with God like I know it takes me being in the word, but it it, it it becomes, I'm in the word. I'm in prayer to help me in this process versus I'm in the word. And I'm in prayer because he is my father. He is the king and the lover of my soul. And I want to walk with him. I want to know him. I want us to just remember that it's not about what you're doing. It's not about what you're going through, but it's about him. It's about going through your life daily with him. It's about who he is making you to become, not what he wants you to do. The whole thing with, even in the process, it should make you walk closer with God, be in relationship with him, where you want to hear his heart. You want to hear what he's saying. You want to know him more. You know, over these past few months, my desire for just wanting to know God has increased so to where um, I've never had a desire to read the Bible from start to finish. Um, I have just, you know, hey, wherever I'm at in my walk with God, wherever my wherever I'm dealing with in my soul. You know, I, I read the word based on that. I find scriptures based on that A devotion. I hear from God on where he, what he wants me to read. But with this desire of just walking with God and being more in relation to him and getting to know who he is, just putting my focus back on that. Um, I had a desire to actually read the word, uh, read the Bible from beginning to end. So that's what I've been doing. I've been um, following, um, it's called the Bible recap with Tara Lee Cobble. And I've been enjoying it, reading the Bible every day. Um, And it's a few chapters a day. And I take my time, even though it's every day, I take my time to like kind of sit and meditate on the couple of chapters I've read and Every time I listen to her episode after you finish like the few chapters for that day, she always asks, what was your God shot for the day? Like, where did you see God? What did you learn about God? Because sometimes when we're reading the word, we can be reading for just revelation, for just answers, for just clarity on where we're at. And we're not looking at who God is. We're not getting to know God himself and when we get to know him we get to know us like we get to see us this is who God is and so now I've been changing the way that I read my word I make sure that if I'm going to be in scripture I need to know more about God I need to know about the person that I'm walking with what kind of relationship do you have if you don't know the person you're walking and talking with. Yes. I want to teach my kids and train them up the way that they should go, but I can't make every day about training and teaching them what I, what, what's going to make them better. I can't, that can't be my, my focus and my mindset, where I just had that type of relationship with, my kids, because then my relationship really, it's just based on topics. It's based on training. It's based on teachings it's based on subjects. Like it's not really based on who they are and where they're at and what they love and what they don't like. So that conversation I had with my son, it opened me up more to who my son is and in it, he got to know me more. And so it kind of, it, it, and now I knew more of how to pray for my son how to talk to him, um, seeing where he's at, um, some sensitive spots that he may have and just understanding and seeing him more for who he is. Do you see God for who he is? He sees you clearly, but do you see God clearly? As we walk with him, we can see God clearly, but if we only use him as a plumber as a fixer of our needs, our life issues, then we don't see the clear and whole picture of who God is. And so um, as I'm thinking about this topic for us to talk about today, I think about in Genesis where Adam and Eve, where God, it says he he walked through, through the, in the garden, through the cool of the day. And so I'm just going to read that real quick because something, um, I noticed in the scripture that, um, I just want you to see. So that's Genesis It's chapter. I'm going to go to NLT version, but it's Genesis chapter three and it's verses eight and nine. So Genesis three, eight and nine. And it says when the cool evening breezes were blowing, The man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? So here it is when the cool evening breezes were blowing. The man and his wife, Adam and Eve, heard God walking in the garden. The garden that tells me they heard God, they knew the sound of God walking in the garden. It wasn't the first time they knew the sound. They knew what it was like, what it felt like, what it sounded like for God to walk in the garden. And here where they should have been walking with God in the garden, they were hiding. They were hiding. What keeps us from walking with God? Well, a few verses up, if you read Eve ate from a fruit of a tree that she wasn't supposed to because she was convinced she was deceived of something that, that the enemy told her. And in it, um, she saw herself differently. Adam saw himself differently and it caused them to hide themselves. And it actually says that they felt shame when they saw what they did. They felt shame. They felt ashamed so sometimes we can stop walking with God because we feel ashamed for some of the things that we have done. So we can feel unworthy, not deserving to want to to walk with God. Why would God want me? Why would God want to talk with me? Or how can I come to someone as holy and perfect, righteous as God? And I say some of you may stop walking but some of you haven't even started walking with him because that's what you think you think i'm not good enough for god i gotta do abc one two three before i can start walking with god but the interesting part of this is that god reaches out to man god knew what they'd done god knows what you did but still yet he pursues you He says, where are you? I mean, I'm, I, not only do I want you to see where you're, you're at because God knew where he was at, right? But it shows a care and concern for where you're at. God is showing, Hey, I'm concerned about where you're at. Where are you? Where are you in your soul with God right now? Are you hiding some things from him? Are there some things you have not shared? When we walk with God, we don't choose to, to talk to him when things are so pressing and, and, and t- where we've tried everything else. And now let me talk to God to see if he can fix this for me. No, no. Where are you at in your soul and how you see God? Is he someone that you think that you can actually walk and talk to every day? God wants us to walk and talk with him daily. Where are you? Also, I saw him asking this because it opened up dialogue between him, him and Adam and Eve. It opened dialogue. When someone asks you a question, it provokes you to think about what someone asks you to think about the answer and to respond, God wanted them to talk to him again. There had been conversation with the enemy. And because of that, because of the conversation that was with the wrong person, something was believed that shut them down. From talking to God. And so God's like I got to get you talking to me again. So he asks them a question. And so I want to um, extend to you. Ask God a question. If, if there's a part of you that is shut down. Or that feels like you know I can't talk to God. Well instead of just talking. Why don't you ask him a question. And keep it open ended. Let him answer you. When I Chose to rededicate my life to God. I, well, I'm, excuse me. When I chose to dedicate my life to God, because you can't rededicate something that hasn't been dedicated. <laughs> but when I chose to dedicate my life to God, it was all because I asked God a question. I said, God, I want you to know, I want to know if you are real. If you are real, will you show me? And I, I gave it an ultimatum. I said, God, if you don't show me, I'm not going to believe that you're real. Like, it's not enough of what I grew up in, what my parents said, what they believe. I need to believe for myself. I need to have an encounter with, with you. So I ask them, will you show me that you're real? And sometimes God's just waiting to show you that he's there. Even when you don't believe him, even when you've been believing lies even when you've been doubting him even when you've been mad at him some of you are mad you're angry at God you're pointing the finger at some at things that you are saying that he did and God's like ask me a question talk to me i'm ready to answer and um so God wants to God wants to create dialogue he wants to talk to you he wants you To talk to him. He wants you to get out of your head. Stop walking with the thoughts (laughs) in your head. Stop something that God told me. He was like, stop allowing your mind to read a story that isn't true. That isn't there. Because sometimes my mind, uh, I'll assume something. And then I'll just take it and it'll become this whole story of something that's not true. That won't ever happen. But my mind is just, it's taking it there. And he was like, you got to stop doing that. You are having too much conversation in your head. Talk to me, ask me the question. I'll give you truth. I'll speak light in you. I'll give you what you need. So when we're walking with God, we're not keeping conversations in our head. We're giving, we're pointing it out to God. We're asking him questions. And we're continually evaluating where am I at with God now in this? Where am I at with God today? Let me make sure I talk to God today. Um, So this whole garden situation that's going on right now with Adam, Eve, and God, they're hiding. God's looking for them, right? He opens, he's opening up dialogue, opening up a conversation by asking a question to get them to talk to him, right? Um, It made me think about Jesus when he's in the garden. When he goes to the garden to restore, to, to, um, to restore us back to, to, to God before he went onto the cross, he went in the garden. And I just want to read a snippet of that. And that's in Matthew chapter 26, verse 37 through 39. And I just, I saw something in here. It's small, but it was kind of big, it was kind of big to me. All right. So Matthew chapter 26, verse 37. This is right before Jesus knows he's about to be taken and about to be crucified on the cross, right? So verse 37 says, He took Peter. This is Jesus taking Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. Listen, God is feeling the weight of of what he's about to go through and he's feeling anguished he's feeling distressed um another version says that he began to feel sorrowful and deeply distressed another one feeling grief feeling of great sorrow deep sorrow and agony verse verse 38 he told them who peter james and john my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. So he's like, this is where I'm at right now. I'm in a place of where I have deep sorrow and I have grief. And so he's like, I need you to stay here and keep watch out for me. Cause he knows these people coming to get him right. Verse 39, he went on a little farther And bowed with his face to the ground, praying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Verse 39, those first few words, he went on a little farther. In this garden, in this place, he didn't run from God. He didn't back out of this thing he knew he had to um, confront, that he knew he had to handle, that he knew he had to deal with. The thing that God called him to, he didn't run, he didn't hide, he didn't believe you know, the enemy, you know, he didn't believe lies. He didn't start to read a story in his mind and believe it. It says he went on a little farther. I see Jesus walking farther, further, deeper into this garden. And he fell on his face to cry out to God. This walking with God, I just feel like God's like, I want you to walk a little farther, a little deeper with me. Even in a place where, where you feel um, distressed, when you feel pain, when you feel discomfort, when you feel doubtful, like don't, don't hide in that place. Walk farther, ask me questions. Jesus is like, Hey, if you could take this from me, that'd be great. Be honest with God in that place. Walk deeper into it with him. Fall on your face. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you need. And later you'll see, um, as you read this scripture, and I'm gonna let you read it on your own, that he, that um, the angels of the Lord ministered to him. He was ministered to. He gave God gave him strength in it. He still had to proceed with this assignment, he still had to do what God called him to do, but he was strengthened to do it. There are things that is not going to be taken away from you. There's some things you have to walk it out, but you're walking it out with God. You're walking it out with his strength. And a person who only walks with God briefly, who only takes a few steps, who only gives him situations here and there, but you're not relational with him, there's only so far you're going to go in the garden with him. There are things that God is calling you to, places you've never been, things you never saw anyone else do, but he's calling you to it and it may make you feel uncomfortable. The part where you used to say, I surrender and I say yes to everything. This time you're feeling a little different about it. You're bothered. There's some things God have in front of you to walk through. And your soul is like, God, if you can take this away, if I could do this another way, please don't let me go through this. There's some things you're going to have to walk through. And the more we walk further, deeper with God, the more when we learn that I got to get more into God, I got to get more into his presence. I need to be more in his word. I need to be talking to him more, giving him the deep, the deep things that I feel I need to be doing. When we can start doing that, we'll, we'll, we'll sacrifice, we'll surrender with his strength and greater was on the other side of that restoration of the life that we were intended to live with God happened because of what Jesus did. And so I say that your walk with God is not just about you. Your relationship with God is about your kids. It's about all those that are connected to you. People need to see who God is. And some of them are not going to see that unless they see you walking with God, unless they see you in relationship with God. And so I tell you today, we need to go deeper. We need to walk a little farther, not allow shame or pain or even the things we just don't want to do. Not allow that to one to keep us from talking to God. We got to keep the conversation going, even if it's even if it comes down to the things that we are angry with God about. There's sometimes I have been angry with God, but I develop a habit of talking to God about everything. And so, even in my anger, I had to release it. And it was like, God was waiting, like, come on, give it to me. I can handle it. That's what I felt. Him say, like, let it out. Cause I don't want you to hide anything from me. I want to walk with you through this. And even in that he was like, I I'll carry you. God wants to be with you. Jesus died so that we can walk with God again. What Adam and Eve were it. Ended where it stopped with them walking with God in a garden. Jesus restored us back to that. Jesus didn't restore us to have an on and off relationship with God. He didn't restore us to have um, this situational, um, the situationship, which I've heard, with God. He restored us to have relationship with God. Because we were always intended to walk with him. Day by day. And so let's go deeper. Let's walk farther. When there, there will be pain, there will be sorrows. There will be, there, there may even be the, the, the thoughts of the enemy that try to put shame on you. Even in that turn to God, have a conversation with him, talk with him. And so here are three things that I've been doing to walk closer with God, um, in these past few months. Um, one of the first things I have started to do more consistently is talk with God throughout the day. Like I I love spending time in the morning with God. And sometimes at night, if I'm, I'm led to, I feel that my soul needs to spend time with, with him, I'll spend time with him, but a, when you have a relationship with someone, you can talk to them anytime. Like I don't just talk to my husband when we, we we're both home from work. I text him through the day. He texts me. Like we talk, you know, through the day, and that's how it should be with God. Talking to him. Ha, and and some and I, I just hear someone's like, well, what does that look like to talk to him throughout the day? Sometimes when people come into my office, even again, I ask God questions. When they're talking to me, it's like, okay, God, what do you want me to say? <laughs> How do you want me to respond? Um, even before I get to my job, I'm talking to God and praying over those at my job and um, just telling God I love him. Um, sometimes at work, I could be... Feeling a little pressured by all the different things and tasks that I have to do. And I just tell him, like, God, I give you this day. I know you will give me wisdom on how to navigate this day. And so show me, God. It's just silently. Sometimes to myself, and I don't even speak a word. It's just praying and talking to God in my spirit. Hmm, how should I handle this, God? Just keeping him a part of my day throughout my day. Um, it's ways of walking closer with God. Also, I put take more physical walks. This morning I I took a walk, um, in my neighborhood and I just felt the Lord was like, tell them to take more walks, like walks outside with me. Some of you, y'all, you don't walk at all. You may exercise and go to the gym or something, but some of you, don't get out and walk at all. And I have to be honest. I don't walk as often as I used to. It's just every now and here. Um, but he's, he was like, tell them to take more walks with me. Like don't limit God to a prayer closet and don't limit God to the four walls of where you have praise and worship with your church community. God is outside of those four walls. And Um, I believe that going deeper with God and hearing more from God, um, I just felt that if God wants you to get out and walk and talk with him, sometimes I put on my my, um, earphones and I listen to worship music and I just... Um, listen to God I listen for God and I sometimes I just feel like I feel him so clear I hear him so clearly and I feel him so so strongly and and something I realized when I take walks outside it quiets the noise of whatever's going on in my house it 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 takes me away from me being the mom wife I'm I'm it helps give me a um like a place A a actual physical, tangible place to just fill me and fill my soul and where I'm at. Um, and I feel like for you just to help quiet the noise, the distractions of whatever's going on in your life by taking a walk, I believe it will help. And it's also a symbolism of you going outside of the walls of, of, of how you see God and how you've been, um, Interacting with God, God wants to take you deeper in a relationship with Him. And I just felt that He's like, Tell them to take more walks. So take more walks, talk to Him more, listen to worship music, ask some questions. God is not limited to confined spaces in your house, on your job, or in a building. Um, God is everywhere, and He wants to meet you but he wants to speak with you in a place where your soul is quiet so you can hear him. Okay. And lastly I put to read with a heart to know more about God. Like I said, I've been reading, um, the Bible from start to finish. That's my goal. And I've been reading, um, it's called the Bible recap with Tara Lee Cobble. You don't have to, you know, read that, but, or however you read I want you to read with an intention and with a heart to know more about God, be open to seeing God's character and how, how he, how he moves, like who he is. You know, I'm just seeing God is so merciful and so patient. God is so patient with us and it just makes a lot of sense because God doesn't feel like he's in a rush. Like he doesn't feel rushy. God, um, he he is slow to anger and, and he, he walks. Jesus came and he walked to every place he went to. Like he took his time because he's there. He's not bound by our time. He can do what he wants when he wants. And I believe that's why he wants us to walk with him. When we walk with him, we rest in his pace. We go with his pace, his timing. So, it's good to read to know more about God because when you're in the thick of something or you're asking God for an answer on something, when you don't get that answer, you're not freaking out. You're not getting anxious. You begin to know, no, God's going to tell me and he's going to tell me in the time that I should know um, or or he's going to reveal it to me. And what I've, you know, just um, learned as well is that, or I may discover it. I may discover it. Somewhere in my day to day where God, I just have a knowing of, okay, this is what I should do. And so when we, when we take that time to understand who God is, it helps us develop a relationship with God. That's, that's healthy. We're not getting so angry at God. Now we're, we're trusting him and the places where we used to fear, we're like, no, but I know that God is merciful. I know that God is kind. I know that God is patient, so I don't need to feel this way, right? So, as we end this this episode, my first episode back, uh, I just I just pray that you receive something and that this is something that's going to um, stir your heart to walk closer with God, to open up more dialogue. Um, the things that's going on in your soul, some things of how you're feeling, like just really turning that conversation to God and getting out of your head and being open to how he wants to talk to you, how he wants to answer you. Um, but I pray that this, um, really bursts another level of you going deeper in your relationship with God. God's just, God doesn't keep us at one level. There's levels. There's so much greatness and vastness to God. And you'll see that there's so much greatness and vastness to you. And so I pray that you've been refreshed by this message. And so we're going to end this episode with um, my hiding place. My hiding place is a time where we just reflect on what's been said. We take a scripture to meditate on. Um, a song, a music for your soul, and as well as confessions to to declare over your life for this next week until we meet again. So the meditation scripture that I have for you is Psalms chapter one verses one through two. And I'm going to read it in the passion translation. So again, Psalms chapter one verses one through two. And this is the Passion Translation. It says, What delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. Verse two, His pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am, meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. I chose the scripture. Because it says that um, the one who follows God is the one who does not walk with the wicked. It's the one who walks with God. It's the one who meditates on God's truth day and night. That's how we walk with him. When we keep our mind on him. When we keep our focus on him. When we don't allow what's going on in our life to keep us out of step with him. So meditate on that scripture hear what god is saying to you in it and how you can walk closer with him and so the song that i have for you i love this song i listen to it practically every morning (laughs) i feel like god's like okay it's time for you to move on from this song but i love this song it's called walk with you by michael bethany when you hear this song Oh my goodness, you're going to know why. But here's a few lyrics from the song. It says, early in the morning, you wait for me to rise. Counting down the seconds till I open up my eyes. I hear your invitation. You have been so patient. So Lord, this is my reply. I want to walk with you and talk with you. Hear you speaking, feel you breathing, walk with you. And talk with you. Oh. Hearing the lyrics is already. It's so beautiful. But once you hear the song. Um, I just pray that it refreshes your soul. It becomes your heartbeat for God. To want to walk with him. Alright. So let's now end with our confessions for the soul. Repeat after me. I will walk with God. In the cool of the day. And the warmth of the night. When I feel pain or discomfort, I will press further into prayer with God. I will quiet the noise and make time to know God more. Amen, amen, and amen everyone that wraps up this week's episode thank you for tuning in please subscribe rate and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it also don't forget to head over to amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional rest for the soul by yours truly um you want to get it in your hand and just remember soul care is self-care until next time bye bye